Welcome to Showboys, a podcast that delves into the world of film and TV. Join Mike and James of the Nerdy Bible for this special companion series diving into The Chosen, a dramatic telling of the life and ministry of Jesus of Nazareth. In this week's episode, Nicodemus is shook to the core as he attempts to get to the bottom of a divine miracle. So, what's Shabbat? Welcome to the Chosen Companion series. My name is Mike, and uh, just like the last few episodes, uh, I'm joined by my good friend and fellow host, James of the NerdyBible.com. How are you doing tonight, sir? Great. Just excited to be here. How about you? Good. Uh, we were talking right before we went live. Uh, you're drinking coffee at 9 p.m., so this should be interesting. <laughs> I've been uh, pretty pretty good about not doing that, but it's just one, one of those days. days. I get it. You got a lot uh, more stuff to do. So yeah, you're you're saying how busy your day's been, and I feel that because uh, I just came back from vacation mm. on Saturday. Uh, we left the, the we left the beach at two thirty a.m drove like 11 or so hours got got back home uh immediately unpacked the the car because it was a rental and we had to have it back to the airport um like an hour and a half after we got home so get home rush unpack the van uh switch the car seats into our 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 actual car drive to the airport um we also like before we went on vacation, ate all the food in our house. So we had we, we came home and just had like empty refrigerator, like nothing in the cupboards. Uh, yep. So drop the car off, go immediately to the grocery store. Mind you, you know we were up at one fifteen a.m. Um, go grocery shopping, go home, and then like uh, today's Monday. So yesterday was like a recovery day. So, uh, on, you know, being the terrible Christian I am, I skipped church. I know, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, you know, kind of slept in a little bit, went back out to the store, finished up some other things we didn't get before the, the hectic work week and school week started. Neighbor's birthday party at 1230. We were over there until like five, uh, got home, um, did uh dinner and bedtime and then last night we had uh the second installment of the dungeons and dragons campaign at eight so <laughs> i feel your pain bro got up this morning went to work if i went to work i meant i came down to my basement and sat here but like over there um worked <laughs> got done had family time for 45 minutes grilled some chicken mowed the lawn took a shower, watched the chosen episode two of season one. And now we're here. So it's a, it's a pretty busy, busy week. I was on the same, I, you know, I was on a, not a vacation, but I, we had to fly all the way out West for a wedding. So that doing that? that with a three month old was <laughs> pleasant. 
Uh, no, uh, my daughter was fantastic. Um, but it's just, it's a lot by the end of it. She's just like, oh, yeah. I'm done, dude. Like if you put me in this car seat one more time. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I know how that so, goes. Uh, no, did you it, have a good it, time out there? Yeah. You know, um, it was, uh, it was, uh, my, my wife's brother's wedding. It was a Jewish wedding. So I was in it. So I got to experience very fitting. Them. Yeah, very fitting. Um, so no, it was it was good though. It's it's good, but I don't do you know, I'm not a traveler. I, I like home. I'm a homebody. I, I like <laughs> I like being home. So, you know, I'm not gonna explain myself there. <laughs> hey, I mean it makes sense. No, just but so being back is um good. No, it's good though. Good family time. I, I feel like it was like the first time, you know, and I, after having her, I had to go back to work like a week later. And then you're just always working. So this was like, it was like real family time, which was pretty cool. So I yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, me and my daughter bonded, and very good. She's very watching good. Bluey now. So Greatest show on television. Yeah, it actually is pretty hilarious. Dude, it is the funniest it. show ever, and it like <laughs> perfectly encapsulates parenting. Like, oh my goodness, yeah, it's the most realistic parenting show ever. Like, oh yeah, no, it's great. And I are like, like we put it on for for our daughter but really i mean yeah we're like, watching it put, yeah, we're watching, <laughs> you know. uh i did the same thing uh, on vacation one day i was folding some laundry in the room like right after getting uh, our youngest up from her afternoon nap and there was a tv in her room so i put bluey on and she's just like running around not watching it and it, uh it was an episode i don't know how far you're into bluey but it was the episode where bingo has a dream where she's like floating through space and she's like sleepwalking. Um, okay. Well, I won't spoil too much of it, but I was yeah. like laughing at, I laughed out loud multiple times and I'm just sitting there <laughs> like watching every second of this episode, folding laundry while my one-year-old's like running around the room. Now you, now you're paying attention to who you are. Yep. Yeah. And I'm just like, Oh, classic. It's, it's a bingo. good one, man. It really is. I, I was, I was blown uh, you know, about how funny it is. It really is oh, funny. Yeah. And relatable like it's great yeah so so uh there was the first episode of the bluey companion series uh no <laughs> yeah, right <laughs> that's the no. next series yeah uh so with that out of the way we'll just dive right into um <laughs> season one episode two of the chosen uh, i actually ruined my intro in this episode i was totally gonna come out and say shabbat shalom but you know, I forgot. <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. Um, yeah. Uh, terrible joke. But uh, the episode, season one, episode two, is titled Shabbat. Uh, this was released in April uh, of 2019. And um, we'll just I'll just read the episode summary here and then we'll get into it. So uh, a recently healed Mary Magdalene prepares for Shabbat. Matthew validates Simon's claims of negotiating with Quintus. Simon continues to spy on merchants and buys drinks for them and his fellow fishermen, James and John, sons of Zebedee. Nicodemus investigates the reported miracle of the healing in the Red Quarter. Simon is forced to fish on Shabbat, leaving his wife Eden behind. As Mary Magdalene hosts her Shabbat dinner, she receives surprise guests, including Jesus and his students Thaddeus and James. Nicodemus leads a Shabbat dinner with the other Pharisees. Matthew eats dinner with his dog after deciding not to have dinner with his family. Leaving the dinner with Andrew and Eden, 
Simon is approached by the Romans at the Sea of Galilee to spy on the merchants again. Um, yeah, so there's a, a lot to unpack in this episode. Uh, but first, what are, what are your general thoughts of episode two here? I liked it more this time, watching it this time than I did the first time. Um, I don't know how to, I think that's what I'm realizing with some of these stories too. Um, I'm really taking a like liking to Nicodemus. Yeah. Um, I, I guess the first time going through, I didn't really, maybe I didn't think deeply enough about it and just, I don't know, maybe, I don't know. I mean, I feel like stories like this, you tend to follow, there's different characters and, and you follow the different characters and you focus on something. Mm-hmm. Um, this time I'm definitely focusing on Nicodemus and Mary. I think yeah. I, I think the other times I relate so much to Peter um, that like when Peter was, I was just focusing on him the first time through the show. And this time I'm, I'm focusing on these other characters and, and Nicodemus is definitely one. So I've really enjoyed this episode. It was, uh, it's, I want to say slow, but like a, for me now it's a, it's a good slow. It's like, uh, mm-hmm. you know, you're, you're building some context to the characters and just understanding, um, more about them in general. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's uh perfectly said. Uh, I would agree that, uh, on my first watch, um, Mary and, and Simon Peter were the main focus. Uh, but on the second watch, the first two episodes here, I've just been just like drawn into Nicodemus's story mm-hmm. because I, I don't think I fully realized like what's happening with his character in this. And just like, it's so cool to see like, he is very shook by what's happening. Mm -hmm. Like his whole foundation is just like flipping upside down, Uh, which, you know, is exactly uh, what, jesus came to do right and so it's like really cool to see it play out with a character like nicodemus and his uh stature and role in society uh being like you know the rabbi of rabbis right this highly regarded um pharisee and just like seeing him wrestle with you know just like we talked about last episode uh his whole like belief structure and coming to the realization of like what's happening and we'll see that play out more as season one Mm -hmm. continues on. But like this, this is really like the start of that. Like we got like little hints and tingles of it in episode one, but after the report of Mary's healing from, uh, I think it's uh, Shmuel or whatever. I love that. I love his name. (laughs) Like it's so great. Uh, (laughs) That one got past me. Yeah, uh, but when he, when Nicodemus learns about Mary's healing, like, you can just see it all start to unravel, like, his his brain is just unraveling, and he's really just wrestling with, like, everything he's known, kind of, you know, starting to, to do that flip, um, which is really interesting for me. Uh, but yeah. And he's very logical too. I love it because um, 
I don't want to get past here, but let me think. He he originally like in the first episode he was like only God can do this, right? Like only God can heal this person. Yeah. And so so his response to what was the guy's name? The other Pharisee? Oh, I think it's like Shmuel or something Shmuel. like that. Yes. <laughs> so so his response to Shmuel is that you know, his reaction to it is like, oh, like if this happened, then A plus B is God is doing something. Yeah. You know, he, or, you know, he, he God was somewhere in this. Mm-hmm. And his first reaction is that he was the one that was, I don't know if you would say like, he's the vessel or whatever of, of, of the, of what happened here. But like, he clearly instantly is like knows in his heart, like this is something that, that God is doing. And mm-hmm. so it's like immediately is like the focal point of his, uh, of his, um, sight, you know, like he's, yeah. yeah. Let's just stick with this thread in this episode. Um, I I agree. I love like, uh, like you're saying, like he just has like a very logical approach to it, even to the point where like he hears about it and he's like, well, I got to like, I got to see this for myself. Like I, I have to like witness this to make sure like what you're saying is actually true, uh, which I feel like, you know, a lot of people, that's something that they like wrestle with and struggle with, uh, with Christianity, or I guess you could do say insert any religion, but mm-hmm. like, you know, faith and, and not being able to like tangibly see the things that you're believing in. Right. Um, so like, you know, you have that parallel here with Nicodemus, but, um, when he, uh, like he cut his, his student comes and tells him of Mary's healing. Uh, and they then tell, I, I forget the title of the person, but basically like, I'm assuming this is somebody, a position, one ab- above Nicodemus, uh, the the guy who they go into like the the meeting with the the guy seated with the white robe, who's yeah. like going to tell like bring the news I, to Jerusalem or whatever of this healing. I don't know if he was higher up. I think that's his role. Whether it's okay. like, you know what I mean? Because they're still happy that the teacher of teachers is there. That's true. So like, they're true. still thinking about him as like this, this, this higher up person. But I feel like it's a very like, probably, I mean, I don't want to speak out, but like duty driven, like, like this is his, his role is to present what is happening in his region to Jerusalem. Yeah. That's my, that's what I kind of interpreted from it. Cause I yeah. thought that same thing. Cause he's like, I'm calling, uh, how did he put it? He's like, um, I'm putting charge, not charges. Is that what he said? I can't remember what he said. That's, that's what some he weird says, but he, Yeah. He, Nicodemus is like, what, what's, he was the, confused. what's the charge? And he's yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 not that. Uh, no, this is good. We're going to spread the, the good news of this miraculous uh-huh. healing. Right. And Nicodemus is like, wait, wait, before you, before you tell anyone anything, let me just, let me go check it out. Let me make uh-huh. sure that this guy saw what he saw. Um, but that's so, the logic part of him. He right. wants to see it for himself. Yeah. He's like, I, I have to see this. 
Right. And I think that's something that like everyone can relate to, mm-hmm. which I think is a great, great thread in this story here. Um, he's granted that permission. So he seeks out Mary and this whole conversation with Nicodemus and Mary there in the town. So good. Mm-hmm. Like um, basically Nicodemus is just um, astounded at, her state of being right. He tries to call her Lilith. She's like, no, that's not my name. Um, he asks like, who, how did this happen? Like who did this? And she's like, I don't know what his name is or I can't, his, his time for men has not yet come or something like similar to that. I don't know. I probably butchered that, but, um, (laughs) And all this is kind of still like wrecking Nicodemus. Cause he's like, wait, 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 somebody else, like somebody else did this. Like he, like a person, like I didn't do this. Like, who is this person? Like how, how did this person have the ability to do this? Because like I, one, I couldn't. And two, like only like no human, mm-hmm. no man, could could cure this this um whatever affliction i forget um exactly what he said um and yeah i was just like it is such a great conversation and the one the one quote that really stuck out to me that's like so 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 good mary says she says i was one way and now i'm completely different and the thing that happened in between was him and i was like Oh, that is... yeah. I think that's like the, the big quote from the, <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It, it is good. And, and I like it, You're right though, with, with how he was kind of just thinking through it. He said, okay, so only God can do this. Mm-hmm. It was done. <laughs> yeah. So if I didn't do it through what God is like, the power that God is, is, or whatever, you know, as a Pharisee, um, or the authority that he has as, as a Pharisee and another person did it. That means some, you know, it, it's just this like connection of like, because the whole conversation he's wrecked, mm-hmm. you know, as even like the first thing he he said, he came up and he's like, so when did this change start to happen? Like, was it right after I, yeah. <laughs> or was it like when? Yeah. And, and so like his reaction is just so good because it's just like, it's like he's seen a ghost. Like he knows that there's something off about this. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and so, yeah, it's just so good. I, I really like his, his it, it's just his whole character is starting to develop. And, and it's hard to not retrospectively, or it's hard to not think about the future episodes. Like, you know, it, it it's like a bias that I'm, I'm having with these, with these older episodes um, because I know the rest of his story in this, in this series. Mm-hmm. And so like, it, it's hard not to, but yeah, it's, it's so good. Yeah. <laughs> like his character. Yeah. It's, it's great. Um, And so like Mary's basically like, yeah, I, I have no idea what happened. Mm-hmm. I just know that like I was this way and now I'm this way. And it's really just because of this interaction I had with this random dude that like <laughs> called me by my actual name and said I was redeemed. Um, and so the, the conversation just kind of ends and 
he's just left bewildered there. Uh, and he's just kind of like that the rest of the episode, <laughs> just like lost in, in his, his mind, um, uh, trying to process this information. Uh, and there's like a couple of cool conversations with his wife, mm-hmm. uh, there as they're pre- preparing for Shabbat. And then like, uh, as they're hosting Shabbat, um, yeah, I Go think ahead. he said to his wife, his wife was like, he was just kind of like, I, I don't want to, this is, why am I the special attention here? Like, why, why is this? And she's like, um, it'll be like breaking bread with God himself. Like, I think that's what she said, implying that like his presence is going to be, it's like, what is, is going to make that dinner for them. And he's like, well, no, like that's Shabbat. That's not, that's not, that's not it. You know? Mm -hmm. And even there they said, uh, you make us complete. And yeah. Yeah. The (laughs) one guest he's kind of did the smile. And then he like dropped down and was like, only God God can do that. that. And like, so he's seeing these, like, it's like instantly he's finding all the holes in his own, uh uh like theology you know it's like something's off and it's not just how he thinks it's about every moment of his day it is off like there's something mm-hmm. off about how he is 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 coming to god or, or connecting with it or, or just you know yeah and i i really liked um the uh moment where he's just kind of like chilling in the back of the room as his wife's serving the table and like offering a plate. And she's like, this was made from the finest goldsmiths in uh, wherever Jerusalem or whatever. And like, you know, this, the clay, they, they work and then they rework and blah, blah, blah. Basically just like making a big spectacle out of uh, the Shabbat dinner. And I took that as as he's just sitting back there watching it and just kind of like zoning out and it's just like why are mm-hmm. we making a spectacle of like it, it's almost in his mind like the whole point of the shabbat dinner is completely uh focusing on the wrong things mm-hmm. <laughs> and especially with what he's wrestling with now uh but i just yeah i just like how he Every scene that he's in, he is just very clearly wrestling with these these new truths that he's learning. Um, and it's just it's very relatable, right? Because we're always uh, hopefully like receiving new revelation about stuff and and learning mm-hmm. as we pursue and go deeper. Um, and hopefully, uh, that kind of flips our world you know on its head and and gets us you know refocused and and centered on on what what's right and uh i don't know it's just his character is so relatable and it's it, it really plays out really well um the scenes are, are written well and it's just acted out well it's enjoyable it is and and so actually in in class today i had one of my professor's it's weird. I'm so used to like physics class and they're like, let's do some math. And so like, it's so weird being in this like environment where you're just like learning theology and stuff, but it, the intent of the Bible is change. 
And it just, when he said that, I was like, man, that's crazy. I mean, cause it's so simple and, but it's so right in the fact that like with, especially with Nicodemus, I thought about him in this is that probably for the first time in many years, he's experiencing like change, not gradual change, but like forceful change, you yeah. know? And I, I don't know. It just, it's uh interesting, interesting to think about. Yeah. Uh, so his story uh, in this episode kind of wraps up with him performing the Shabbat dinner uh, mm. celebration recital. And, and it kind of, to me, it just looks like he's kind of going through the motions, right? Because he's like, I don't know, seems to be still lost in, in, in wonder and thought. Um, but uh, I think it should be maybe something we we maybe we should explain what Shabbat is. Yeah. Uh, since we've so, talked about it a lot, the episode's called Shabbat and maybe people listening uh, who aren't super familiar with Jewish tradition <laughs> might be wondering what the heck the big deal about Shabbat is. Um, yeah. yeah. So Shabbat, I just made some notes on it. So I'll just kind of. Oh, nice. I didn't even um, know you did that. I did. Yeah, I know. Right. I figured, I mean, we know. Um, yeah, yeah. so <laughs> we know our roles. <laughs> no. Um, so Shabbat, I'm just going to give a basic general, you know, Shabbat is the Sabbath, right? That's, that's just another word for it. So it is the Sabbath. It is the God rested. I mean, it's from Genesis, essentially God rested on the seventh day. And so, um, the seven day calendar, I guess you would say it's, it's pretty similar to we started on Sunday, right? So Shabbat, the seventh or yeah, the seventh day is going to be Saturday, right? And so Shabbat is a day of rest on the seventh day, which is emulating what God did in creation. Right. And I mean, when I say that, yeah. And so Shabbat is on sunset to sunset of the next day. So technically it's like Friday at sunset until Saturday at sunset. So I'm assuming in these, in this show right now, in this episode, when they're Shabbat and it's nighttime, it's Friday um, night, it's Friday night. And they would typically do three meals, like the night of um, like a lunch the next day, like a midday meal and then a, a feast at the end of it. So three typical meals. And really the, the, I mean, I feel like Christian Christianity is kind of, I don't want to say adopted, but his has their own like idea of Sabbath. I would say Jewish rich, like um, traditions are, are very, I pretty much, I believe set on Saturday. Like, I think it's just gotta be Saturday. I think, Christians, you know, like we typically do, we bend the rules a little bit. And, and so, <laughs> no, um, so it's typically, I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like for me, actually, um, my wife and I have been very, you know, trying to do the whole, have some Sabbath and it's been on Saturday, ironically. So, hmm, nice. um, it's just kind of the way it worked out. And so, but I think it's just, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a time to rest. Um, and, and just, I mean, just be with family. I mean, that's, and, and just, and also grow closer to God. Like the main goal is to, to, 
I don't know. <laughs> I remember the first time I ever fasted or anything like that. <laughs> you know, my friend was like, "Well, what'd you do? You know, do you like read the Bible or anything?" I'm like, "Well, no." <laughs> and was like, you know, I like completely missed the point. And he's like, "Well, dude, you're just starving yourself." I'm yeah, like, yeah. Oh, so it really these instances of like rest and stuff. Like there is a goal, and the goal is to, you know, grow closer to to God in those moments. So that's. That's my explanation of Shabbat and Shabbat Shalom, as you brought up earlier, is just basically like you're, you have a peaceful Shabbat, like Shalom mm-hmm. is like peaceful, yeah. you know? Yeah. The, the traditional like greeting. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, yeah. Uh, uh, one thing that I noticed, I don't know if I brought this up on, on the last episode or if I noticed this after the last episode uh, but i was doing some tubing you know about the chosen and stuff and uh found that dallas has assembled like you know, we're on a first name basis now um dallas has <laughs> assembled yeah. a uh <laughs> a a bible um shoot the words escaped me um, a <laughs> three-person team, um, to like you know make sure that they're they're you know following like mm-hmm. not misinterpreting things. Um, I'm sure the the word I'm thinking it's not a hard work it, it word. It's a very uh, common word for this group of people. Uh, consultants. There it is. Uh, Bible consultant team uh like uh the thing that i found very interesting is it consists of a christian um like theology expert i hate using that term because who's really an expert at anything um a, a christian uh bible theologian a catholic bible theologian and a jewish uh bible theologian um so i I don't i have no point other than i thought that was kind of (laughs) cool no that's he's he's, uh you know assembled a team from three very different backgrounds um to help understand and and things like that um but they take the the I guess this was my point. They take the Jewish tradition um, aspect of the show very seriously and try to really represent it as well as they can and as accurate as they can uh, using this guy um, and his input on, uh, you know, how things would have been, would have happened uh, in society back then in that time and, according to the Jewish tradition. Um, One thing that was really interesting, they talked about how he kind of pushed back a lot on the whole like storyline of somebody breaking the law and fishing on Sabbath. He's like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) The the expert guy was like, it doesn't matter how bad of a situation anyone was in. Like nobody would have done that. Like not a single person would have worked on the Sabbath, <laughs> like at all. Um, which I just thought was funny. He's like, Yeah, I really had to like twist his arm to add this like thread in there to like 
create a little bit of drama, right? Because this is <laughs> a drama. Um, I mean, anyways. there's always an outlier. I mean, I yeah. would say there's somebody that worked. I mean, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, if we're just playing the, the number game, it's yeah, impossible yeah. that nobody broke the law of the Sabbath and, you know, worked. Maybe, I mean, maybe not so extreme, but yeah. I mean, I would say though, like, you're, you, you're if you're a Jewish person, person in that context, like, you're only pulling a fast one on God. I mean, you know, what I mean, like, <laughs> you know, like, you're not, so I don't know if I think at that point, like, there's really no, like, what are the repercussions of it? Well, I think I think not... his point was there were actual like lawful repercussions. Oh well, yeah, no, there. I, oh, I'm sure. So they're... people were like, one, they didn't want to like dishonor God, but two, they were like afraid of actually getting in trouble for doing that. Uh, but still, I don't think. I mean, you can't. I I don't like working in extremes. So to say, like nobody mm-hmm. would have ever done that. It's kind of like, come on, man. Yeah, somebody probably would have done it. So he probably did do it. Peter has that, that <laughs> personality. So I, I, I think that it, out of all the p- disciples or whoever that they've picked that, that Peter was the right one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but anyways, a little rabbit trail there, but while we're talking about fishing on the Sabbath, uh, let's talk about Simon Peter's, uh, thread here in this episode. Yeah. Uh, it's kind of a small one. Not, not too many scenes with, with Simon. Um, but, Andrew and Simon's, uh, you know, little friction uh, in their relationship uh, picked up right where it left off in episode one. I think the first scene we have with with uh, Simon and Andrew is in the the bar, the tavern, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and he's like buying drinks for all the merchants. Um, mm-hmm. And Andrew is just like, just clearly disgusted with Simon and his plan to betray these people. Um, and that sentiment just kind of plays out through the entire episode. Uh, one of my favorite scenes, like shot wise actually is not really a big scene in the grand scheme of the episode, but at the end of the episode, as Mary is leading the prayer at the Shabbat dinner, and how it, uh, like her her voice, her audio is, you know, the focal point of the audio at this point. But underneath it, you have um, like Nicodemus, mm-hmm. and is it Andrew saying the Shabbat prayer at their respective dinners, and they keep cutting the scene from uh, Mary's table to mm-hmm. Andrew Simon and um Eden and then Nicodemus's dinner and at different parts like i said Mary's audio is the 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 focal point and plays throughout this entire prayer but in different parts um lying underneath there's the prayer from Simon and Andrew's dinner and then the prayer from Nicodemus's dinner mm-hmm. which i thought was just like a cool thing to do in the episode um but the the shot is the one I'm talking about is when Simon gets up and is leaving to go and like spy and hopefully catch these people. Um, 
just the look on Andrew and Eden as they're just like sitting there frozen. Like, Mm -hmm. I can't believe this is really happening, but just like both of them sitting there. I don't know. I don't know why. I just love the way it looked. Um, and just their reactions. It's just, I don't know. It was great. Yeah. There was a lot of tension in that too, because you had Nicodemus that was the same kind of like, he just looked um, yeah, kind of just that deadpan, like, yeah, dead, but then you have Mary <laughs> that just went through, you know, this giant transformation, like a 180, and here she's just like, yeah, also has <laughs> no idea what she's doing, also is doing it for the first time, and who knows how long, also in front of Jesus, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. it's just like such a, um, you know, swing of the pendulum between the, the three parties there, um. Yeah, just that that shot of Simon leading leaving and Eden and and Andrew just being like, "Is this really happening?" <laughs> it's good. And at this point, really, all we've really focused on with characters is Simon, Simon Peter, and, and Andrew, and um, mm-hmm. so that's one thread. Nicodemus, another one. Mary. And yep, Matthew. Yep, I mean, those yep. are really all we I mean, you have your, you know, your supporting characters and, and different pinnacle roles like uh Quintus and different things yeah, like yeah. that. But let's talk about um uh Matthew's stuff here because um yeah, there's some interesting thing uh, going on with Matthew. Uh we're introduced or we're we're brought back into Matthew's world here. Um as he is trying to get a meeting with Quintus, who is the the praetor, the the like overseer of this region. Actually, funny moment of exposition here in this episode. <laughs> um, who's who's Matthew? What's Matthew's overseer's name? Um, I always forget. I do too. Uh, but anyways, he's like, <laughs> he's like, you want a meeting with with Quintus? Do you even know who he is? And then, of course, like, terror. Like, I'm not a fan of exposition, right? Just explaining on the on the nose what is happening for the viewers to understand the context of the situation. And of course, Matthew's like, "Well, yes, he is uh, in this position. Who is the overseer of this region? Who has these responsibilities?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, we get it. He's a he's a not great dude for the jews you don't have to like hit it that on the nose like oh, what do you what do you say he's like aren't and you're how do you say it he's like and you're any better or you know like yeah like you're you're taking their money <laughs> yeah know, yeah tax collector. yeah i love it's that different. um it's different <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh, so so we're introduced to quintus though in this episode and he's kind of like the villain of the series uh, at least up to this point. Um, he's kind of the one uh, in charge of this region. Uh, and apparently not somebody that you kind of like waste the time of because in this scene, multiple people are like, yeah, he could probably just kill you if you wanted to. <laughs> like, are you sure you want to like meet this dude and talk to him? Like, is it that important? Uh, but basically, the gist of the scene, Matthew is questioning 
Quintus and his deal he struck with Simon because he, Matthew, is under the assumption due to his keen observations that uh, Simon's not really the most reliable person here. And um, yeah, this kind of, at first kind of ticks Quintus off. He's like, why, why are you questioning me? Who are you? You're just a Jewish tax collector. Like you're nothing. Why, what makes you think you can question my decisions? Uh, but eventually he kind of, through some explaining, sees Matthew's point and um, what did he say exactly? Like he he might have like a, a, a role for Matthew yet, you know, uh, some special tasks to do mm-hmm. maybe. Um, but we kind of see Matthew's position in society here where he's just like really not for his his own people at this point uh he's just kind of like doing what's what's best for him yeah and it's almost like he is following the immediate um like law, I don't know how to, how to how to word it. Like it's like what's right in front of him is Roman law. Yep. And he's and it's like it. He and just it says has to this. Follow it to and the he, T. Gotta, and gotta do what, it. Yeah. Very and, rigid. And yeah, and, <laughs> and I mean, he really got his position because of the way he doesn't really stand down. I don't even think he knows how to stand down to something like that. Like he's just <laughs> like, what's right he just wants to say what's right and what's right is, is just what he's going to live by in that moment. So Quintus is like, you know, uh, Gaius is the guy's name. I looked it up. Gaius. Gaius. Yeah. There you go. I like his character. <laughs> and he literally instantly is about to fall on a sword because he's like, I- I'm so sorry. Like, this is my responsibility. <laughs> I am, I am, I am going to fall on my sword here because, because he's disrespecting you or this, mo-, you know, and just, <laughs> so, it's like the quirk of Matthew that that we're seeing. It's just he's rigid. Yes, his peculiar nature. Mm-hmm. Um, and Quintus says, uh, I wish I would have wrote it down, but he says something basically like, like you're not nor like you're 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 definitely not normal, dude. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, so this um the the next scene I think we see Matthew is in the booth and he is <laughs> nursing some wounds looks like uh some of his fellow Jews were not very happy with mm-hmm. something he had done and, and maybe roughed him up a bit um and Gaius you said yes that's his name he he tells him to to go home he's in rough shape um, something about the Shabbat dinner. And here we learn, uh, Matthew's father has basically disowned him. Mm-hmm. Um, and he like, doesn't really have any family to really go home and celebrate Shabbat with. So, um, this is interesting. Is there any sort of like biblical or historical context that would have led them to this? character decision with matthew uh anything hinting at like familial relationships kind of being abandoned or 
Well, I mean, I think, I think you, you, it's hard not to think about future episodes. So knowing that it, it's, I mean, he's a tax collector. Yeah. And, and that's, that's essentially why he's disowned from his family. Like the, you know, he's just not, yeah, they, I mean that's 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 it. So it's hard not to like. I can't like <laughs> think outside of that because I know the answer to it, and it's it's because he's a tax collector, and they've disowned him for that you know role that he's playing as as and and almost like dishonoring yeah. his his people, his yeah, heritage, the, the hand of the enemy, basically. Uh huh. Um, and, and what what's the significance with the dog in this episode? Is there one? Other than it's just Matthew's only, family. I think it's just his, his companion. Yeah. Yeah. But also, oh, what was I going to say? Okay, so with Matthew being disowned, I don't remember what I was going to say. It's gone. The dog. I started thinking about dogs. And it happens all the time, <laughs> dude. It happens all the time. Um, yeah. So uh, the, the final scene we see. Uh, Matthew, he is taking food to his family's house for Shabbat dinner. Um, and he has like this little conversation with his dog. He's like, you know, if there's any leftover, I'll give you what's left. Uh, and he goes to go into the house or knock on the door or whatever. And he, you know, has some hesitance there. He's kind of reluctant to. Uh, do so and he just kind of turns around and <laughs> decides you know what we're not going to open that can of worms and just goes hangs out with his dog um, but yeah, did you happen to think of what you were I did, I did okay, think it was, nice. so I, I, I think too it's not like you know you grow up and it's like okay I know I pulled the straw and I'm going to be a tax collector and that's what it's like Typically, I, I was doing some research in it, and it's typically like you bid on this job. Like people of wealthy nature, like they or uh, you know uh, inherit or whatever, just they have money, wealth. Mm -hmm. They bid on this position with with the Romans. So it's not like it's like he chose this, you know. And that's that's what I think is 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 part of his family. It's not like you. Know, you know, he didn't walk into this role like he he chose this role, and it's like, so, okay, you chose that, then you chose to dishonor your your heritage, your your you know Jewish traditions. You you've you've you're going against everything that we raised you on, you know that type of thing. So that's that's probably why the disownment is is coming into play. Yeah, and as you were saying that, uh, I was reminded that somebody in our discord, uh, Ben, uh, from the Dragoon effect podcast, uh, he was talking about, uh, past episodes of the, of the companion series. And he said, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, one thing I don't think you guys touched on, or maybe you do later. Uh, he wasn't done with episode one, uh, is that tax collectors could collect any amount they want and keep the extra beyond what Rome required. This was actually how they were paid in general. It always struck me as odd that tax collector mm. was such a negative thing in the Bible. The context that these people basically ripped people off to gain wealth really helped. Um, so uh, I didn't like fact check that, but um, Ben's a pretty knowledgeable fella. Uh, so 
it i mean yeah that would that would make a lot of sense if that is how it worked um so good catch thanks for letting us know ben yeah it's um, interesting i didn't even <laughs> think about the fact of like you know you, you got the the i don't know grimy <laughs> tax collector i didn't even think about the fact that they could be taking more i don't know why i thought of them so like honest <laughs> yeah, yeah. like right interesting yeah um but yeah so thanks for the input bro appreciate it yes, um i think he's also the one who asked about writing in to the show and you had replied about your website yeah so. i just gave him my contact us i actually want to i'm going to add a little thing on the, the podcast page of like um submit like requests for future topics and stuff because nice, nice. i'll be doing a lot of a lot of different things in the future so nice yeah so i guess at this point if you ever have any questions or comments or anything you would like us to see talk about or mm -hmm. uh read on the show uh, you can comment where available uh on the episodes on youtube um, they're on Showboys Podcast and the Nerdy Bible YouTube channels. Uh, or you can go over to the nerdybible.com, write to James, or you can join the Showboys Discord. And we have a channel on our server for the Chosen. You can go ahead and um, let us know your thoughts in there. And you can find uh, this podcast on anything. Um, any of the major ones got them, you know, there's a lot of them. So they're not on all of Too them many. yet. They're, they're on their way, but you know, <laughs> okay. all the major ones, Apple, Google, Spotify. Um, yep. yep. Excuse me. Uh, for both, both, um, both, uh, whatever we are, podcasts, <laughs> brands, websites, whatever they're well, basically what we're getting at. There's so many places you can listen to one of these episodes that if you aren't listening to it, what the heck are you doing? Mm, agreed. Um, anyways. That's a good point. Uh, so yeah, so that that's kind of Matthew's thread here. Um, uh, we are introduced to uh, James and Thaddeus at Mary's dinner. Mm -hmm. uh, do we want to talk much about Mary? I mean, we kind of touched on her conversation with Nicodemus, but um, yeah, I do kind of want to talk th about there's that a little bit before that conversation, and a little bit after that conversation. So let's, let's start at the beginning for Mary. Uh, so just jumping straight to the end, which was where I was going. Uh, mm -hmm. But basically when we first see Mary in this episode, she is uh, just a completely different person. I think the episode starts out with Mary actually in like the, the hairdresser. Uh, yeah. I mean, well, it starts out with um, a scene from like oh yeah yeah that nine forty eight BC or something, and I yeah. couldn't. I was trying to look. Or, I I don't know where that was from. It was like a couple years after the temple was completed by Solomon, but that I I don't know who that was. He called him Eli, and I'm like, that's not Eli. Eli, I don't know. Maybe it is. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but it's yeah. like ancient. But then it goes into. Yeah, I actually really like the opening scene. Um, I do too. Just like a Shabbat dinner celebration mm -hmm. there, like long before uh, our our show timeline is. Um, mm -hmm. And then seeing that kind of echoed in this this era of of the show is really cool, um, and just kind of shows you how like 
structured there with their traditions. Yeah, maybe cool. that's the goal of it was like, hey, here's this dinner a thousand years before mm-hmm. and you're going to see it played out the same way. Yep. You know, which is it's pretty cool. Uh, Got to respect that. Um, but yeah, so Mary is here. She's like completely different person. Uh, happy, like at this hairdresser's uh, salon for lack like of a better term. Uh, braiding hair, going picking flowers to put in the hair. It's crazy. She's having a grand time. And this is where um, Nicodemus's student happens to see Mary and mm-hmm. see that she is she's been healed and and freed of this uh, affliction, um, which I thought was really interesting in the first place. Um, as the student is walking through the the town center right this little area like everyone stops what they're doing and just kind of like uh, i don't know if they all kind of like look down but they, they, yeah, they definitely yeah. stop what they're doing as this guy's walking by and mary's just in her own world just completely oblivious really looking for that buttercup flower like she was on a mission um and that's kind of what catches his eye at first i think he's like wait why is this What's this lady doing? Like, I'm coming, I'm walking, I'm, I'm taking a stroll. Like, you, you gotta, you gotta stop. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he realizes who it is and how she's acting, and he's like, "Holy crap, this is a miracle." Um, but yeah, what, did anything kind of stand out to you there in that introductory scene to Mary post uh, Jesus encounter? I mean, I think it's just, it's very powerful. To me, I mean, I feel like that's what my experience was like. You know, it was just this. I mean, I don't want to say 180 with like things that I've done in life, but like just my thoughts and like how your perspective or something. Yeah, it was just like a 180 of, (laughs) of, you know, and, 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 to allude to things in the future is that she does have slip ups of like her thoughts and stuff. And so like, it's not just like, which is very, I think similar once you start following, it's like, okay, well there's obviously times in the future where you're going to doubt things and blah, blah, blah. But like in that moment, like being, uh, different, like, I mean, you know, she said it, I I was, I was one way, but now I'm completely different. And Mm -hmm. and it's, that's the only way to put it. It's a well-written um sentence <laughs> but like but it's well it, it was well written and it's just like because it's so real to me yeah. and i mean and i know i'm not the only one i figure anyone that's experienced like transformation like that i i would say not to be all um churchy but like you know that it's a it's like a 180 and and it's not just with your actions it's your thoughts and it's it's yeah. and you can see it on her is that like she was healed from whatever mm-hmm. I, I, I know I, who is it? Ben, you said is his name talks yeah. about possession and, and yeah. so I, you know, whether you want to call it possession or, or, um, or mental illness or, or whatever it is, there was something wrong mm-hmm. and now it's not. And she is just yeah. thinking clearly happy ha- having that, that bliss and joy of like being set free. Yeah, and, and it's like it's like new. You've shed something old and you have something new, and it's just so yeah, I don't know. 
I, I feel like most people that have experienced something like that, that would be listening to us talk is just like, yeah, no, that's exactly how it is. And that's how I felt. Um, yeah. Just like unexplainable. Like there is no ex- explaining that, you know, like from a, uh, like a scientific perspective or, a, or a modern, it's a, it's a, it's a miracle. That's, that's the only, like, that's mm-hmm. what even that, you know, Nicodemus and, and the Pharisees were going to report this because in their eyes, it's a miracle. It's something yeah. that is, you know, so yeah, no, it was just, it was good. I just really liked it. Um, even especially this time going through, it was just, it was even more impactful to me than the first time. And yeah, I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, ditto <laughs> <laughs> expert analysis. Um, <laughs> No, yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. Um, hard to follow that up because you you summed it up really well. Um, moving on from there, Mary is like talking about celebrating Shabbat for the first time and forever, and she's like, is like, I don't know what to do. Like, I haven't done this in so long. Like, I I kind of vaguely remember, but like, kind of also like the 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 lady she's with in the the salon there like um yeah you got to do this and she's like oh i do <laughs> like so she's like being re- reminded of things she's got to do and she's uh really set though which i think is cool on like doing this um and hosting it instead of like going somewhere mm-hmm. um which I thought was was really cool seeing where she came from, uh, which also the people she was talking to thought the same thing. Cause they're like, Oh really? Cause you're, yeah, you're going to do this. Okay. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, so she's uh, we then have the conversation with Nicodemus that we already touched on. And I think the next time we see her is uh, as she's like, setting the table right or am i missing anything no i think that's i think that's it yeah she's Um, setting the table and people are starting to show up yeah which by the way um these characters i think it's shula and barnaby Mm, uh but the the two uh the two characters they make a couple appearances in the the series um they're great i I believe shula I, i could be Please correct me if you can find the names. Um, she's blind, uh, and Barnaby is just like a, a a jokester, for lack of a better word. Um, they know Mary somehow. I think that might be uh, ex- explained in, in later episodes. But um, they come there. They were invited by Mary to the the dinner, so they they come um, and you know. Mary's like forgetting to invite people in. Like she's kind of not, she's struggling remembering how to like host and especially a Shabbat dinner, which is kind of funny. It plays out throughout this whole scene. Um, But then she's um, surprised by another knock on the door. And it's um, these two strangers that she doesn't know. Um, (laughs) I don't even think it's a knock on the door. I think her door's open <laughs> and they come walking by and they're like, 
uh, one is like, uh, is, are you sure this is the place? And the other one's like, yeah, if Mary's here, that's the place. And she's like, what? <laughs> and they're like, oh, hey. And uh, so they introduce themselves. This is James and Thaddeus. Um, and Mary invites them in for uh, dinner. Um, and then, you know, she shuts the door gets ready to get things uh, rolling. They're having, you know, conversation. They ask, I believe, uh, Barnaby or somebody. Well, it wasn't Shula because she's blind, so she couldn't see the empty chair at the end of the table. But um, one of them's like, what's with the empty chair? Expecting someone else. And she mistakes a tradition that's generally used for Passover, for Shabbat. Um, So it's like just some kind of, comedic banter going on here between everyone and um then we we get a knock at the door and she answers and wouldn't you know it's that jesus guy um and uh yeah this this whole the whole rest of this scene how it plays out is really cool um do you uh want to want to talk about it a little bit yeah like just dissecting yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I I think it was, I like the, the funny banter between everyone. I do enjoy that. Um, that was good. But then, yeah, when Jesus comes to the door, knocks and she's just kind of like, uh, she's just beside herself. She doesn't really know what to do. And he's like, um, <laughs> don't, yeah, I don't want to be rude, but, uh... rude, but like, <laughs> Hey, uh, <laughs> can I come in? <laughs> you know? Yeah. And so she's embarrassed and lets him in. And and so, (laughs) and then she forgets to be like, why don't you have a seat? So he's just like standing there awkwardly. Um, Yeah. And they're, yeah, they they point that out to her. (laughs) Funny. um, I I don't know their names. You said it, but yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Barnaby and Shula, but I'm going to look it up real quick. Barnabas, Barnaby. Barnabas. Let's see. (laughs) But um, yeah, no, it's, I like too, because I guess, I don't know if it's it's probably not tradition for a woman to do the prayer, especially mm-hmm. in in like the presence of a rabbi, you know, because even even he was like, let do it. You're good. You're you're good. Yeah, to, yeah. You know, she she, was she like, does. She does like, say no, like, why don't you not, do it? <laughs> you're, not when you're here. Like you need to do it. And it's so. I don't think that was just like a, oh, this is Jesus, the one that that uh that healed me. So like so that's why I want you to do it. I think it was like probably tradition. Um yeah. I I, I don't know. That's just my assumption. But no no no, that makes due total to gender sense. typical gender roles within um this culture. But um yeah, I just I just loved her Quick giddiness. Note, it is Sheila yeah, and Barnaby. I, I fast forwarded the episode with oh, yeah? on. There uh, you go. That's one way to do anyways. it. Um Yeah, I just loved her giddiness through it. It's just uh it's like this real genuine um happiness. Mm-hmm. That that I think that's where I was trying to go earlier with like that transformation. There's like there's a shalom. There's like a peace to you that, you know, you don't get anywhere else. Right. Or, or if my experience, you know, I mean, I guess people can find peace anywhere, but um, yeah. So seeing her in that moment is, is pretty cool. She just, yeah. I mean, sh- Shabbat. <laughs> yeah. 
it, it's really interesting too because um we learn here that James and Thaddeus are students of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um and we also learn that Mary has told Barnaby and Shula about Jesus and what he did. Um because <laughs> <not> too much <laughs> they they she introduces him as like this is the man who you know I told you about who helped me and <laughs> Barnaby is like uh the you know, Jesus says his name I, you know, I'm Jesus of Nazareth and <laughs> he's like oh so at least one good thing's come out of Nazareth or something <laughs> or yeah. Nazareth yeah just, again I, I love this Barnaby character uh yeah his humor uh... is is silly and corny but I love it I'm here mm-hmm. for it um uh but yeah so I, I think it's cool that um one Jesus's ministry is already underway in a small part he's got a couple disciples or students already um and two mary is uh yeah doing what everyone that we see have a jesus encounter in the bible do and that is tell people the good news of what jesus has done um which i just thought it was as cool uh nothing like huge yet but um you can see the ball is beginning to roll you know Mm -hmm. uh and you can see clearly how affected mary is by what jesus did um when he when she answers the door and she's just like dumbfounded of like holy crap like like it's you like what are you doing here like and and the the reverence she has when she's Mm -hmm. like um when they're getting ready to start the the dinner like you said and she's like you know, why don't you lead it? Like, like you're here. It's you, like you do it. And uh, I just thought it was cool how, um, how Jesus was like, no, no, like you're good. You do it. Um, I don't, I don't know why that, uh, made me warm and fuzzy inside, but it did. Well, cause it's, it's so against the culture, you know I mean? It's, it's just, it's like, I think she understands. Well, I don't know if she fully understands. Like when she tells Nicodemus about it, it's like <clears throat> he's not been revealed or he's not. Um, how did she say it? Um, his time has not yet come yeah, yeah. To, to be reve- to, to re- reveal himself or whatever. And so like, I don't know. I mean, I think when you, when you know that, like, and you just got healed. Like, I think you have a pretty good indication of, of who you're working with right here. You know, like, <laughs> like, so it's even like beyond, uh, somebody of power. Like it's the, you know, it's like the person. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just, it's, a it's a weird dynamic. Yeah. That, is I think encaptured pretty good. Um, where was I going with this? Remind me, sir. Oh. <laughs> I'm getting lost in my train. Oh, wherever you want. Uh, yeah, wherever I go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, the joys of podcasting. Uh, yeah, this so is I'm, why Showboys episodes are three hours long, by the way, because yeah. <laughs> we yeah. go on a and lot of rabbit trails. <laughs> I was thinking about Bluey again. And so <laughs> it's hard, it's not hard to do, man. <laughs> i do it all the time that and and the theme song's been stuck in my head ever since you said you Bluey. started watching it <laughs> yeah, dude, it's, dude, yeah. Dude. it's so it's so yeah i don't know how we on this but um 
Oh, I'm trying to pick up where I left. I don't know. So that's just, yeah. And that's episode two. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, the episode does end um, on a little bit of a cliffhanger. Uh, so again, yes. we have that scene that I talked about a little bit ago where Mary's uh, reciting the prayer and you have the cool layering of the voices mm -hmm. uh, between, I, I want to say it's Andrew that does it in the Simon, Andrew and Eden's dinner. Um, Andrew was at the head of the table. Yes. Where everyone else is in the perspective of that shot. So I'm assuming it was. Yeah, him. that makes sense. Um, and Nicodemus doing it at his dinner. Uh, just the layering of the audio is super cool. I loved the cuts between the three tables mm -hmm. and the reactions like we talked about is, is really cool. Um, and, you know, the the like complete opposite uh, with Mary's dinner and how she's like reciting it with joy and like, um, you know, she's excited um, and she's kind of like stumbling her way through it because she hasn't done it in so long. And you have like the deadpan like going through the motion at the other two dinners um, mm -hmm. that you see. It's really cool. Uh, but the episode ends with our buddy, Simon Peter uh, standing at the, the shore looking out into the water and he is approached by uh, the Roman guard. Um, and the episode ends. I wonder what's going to happen. I just don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, so like I said, general thoughts, well, you said your general thoughts, I kind of agreed with you, but to recap, it, it's kind of, um, I mean, it's not like an action show by any means, but this was a slow burn episode, not a mm -hmm. lot of action going on here. Um, but a lot of very good, um, character development stuff happening. Uh, mainly again, like we're huge fans of the Nicodemus thread. Uh, so hopefully if this is your first time watching the show, uh, you're picking up on that. Uh, if this is your second or third or 10th time watching the chosen, um, yeah, let us know if you're kind of finding yourself, uh, similar to us and being drawn to Nicodemus's story. Um, yeah, I don't know. Do you have anything else you want to add here before we wrap up? No, I mean, I think we've summed it all. I've uh, lost my train of thought and a numerous of times. So we're, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't want to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, well, that's the end of the chosen companion series. Uh, we hope you enjoy the rest of the, the, the show. Uh, no, it's not the end. I'm just kidding. Uh, We'll be back again next week. Uh, our audio versions are releasing on Tuesday for both of us, Showboys and the Nerdy Bible. Mm -hmm. uh, Showboys is releasing the video versions of these episodes on our YouTube channel on Wednesdays. Wednesday mornings, you can wake up, get a little Jesus from Showboys, and uh, go about your merry day. Uh, are, you, are you uploading the video version anywhere uh, no comment. All right. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's in the works. I, I have not done that, and okay. uh, there's reasons why, and I'll explain that to you after <laughs> you say <laughs> good night. <laughs> nice. Uh, but, yeah, so make sure you uh, subscribe, uh, like, follow, rate, wherever you listen to this at. Um, 
And like we said earlier, if you have any questions, comments, thoughts, mm -hmm. uh, anything you'd like us to talk about on future episodes, you know, comment where available, uh, go to the nerdybible.com, write Mr. James, uh, join the Showboys Discord server, and uh, let me know in the chosen uh, companion series channel. Uh, all links to these lovely sites will be in the episode descriptions. Um, until next week, we hope you have a fantastic next couple days, and we'll see you. Shalom. <laughs>